Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Lady She Builder podcast. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. And if you are new here, welcome, welcome. If not, thank you so much for joining us again and so much for your support. Um, I wanted to come to you before this episode to give a little bit of a disclaimer. Uh, I do want to let you know that this episode is a little bit more um, heavy, a little bit more deep in conversation. If you are easily triggered, or dealing with trauma, uh, then this episode may not be for you. However, if you are working through trauma and or are kind of on the other side of that, this episode may be for you. Either way, um, we do want to let you know that there is light at the end of the tunnel in whatever stage you are going through uh, with you know what you're dealing with right now. If you are watching this on our YouTube channel, I will make sure to leave in the description some resources for you to get help and let you know that there is help available. If you are listening to this, um, wherever you stream our podcast, I will make sure to leave those resources for you in the show notes. So again, um, just wanted to give a disclaimer, make sure you follow our guest who is um, uh, speaking about this and, and who has actually um, been through, you know, actually has gotten out on the other side. And she's also helping other women to, you know, through what they're going through and continue to stay strong in the fight. So, and thank you so much for taking uh, the time out to hear this disclaimer. If you would like to forward and listen to this episode, which is an amazing episode, uh, please make sure that you do. Um, also, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this on any of the platforms where, where Legacy Builder is available, please make sure to add us to your list of podcast downloads. Um, also, to leave us a comment and give us a, a review. Again, thank you so much. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. All right, so Ms. Michelle, if you could please introduce yourself. Oh, my name is Michelle Franklin, Miss Michelle D.I. For those that do not know me, uh, D.I. for what? Divine intervention, because I do not believe in coincidences, only God's divine intervention in our lives. And so I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for 22 years. And um, I started, I, I call it a tango. I started a little tango with uh, depression and anxiety and panic attacks, honey. And so- mm. I just had to get real, real serious about my life. And I got very intentional three years ago and started on this healing journey. And so now I'm on a mission, honey, to break these stereotypes because uh can't be a African-American and have depression, can you? Oh, you can't be a woman. Oh my God, God forbid be a Christian woman. Oh no, we can't do that, right? Yeah, we got to break these stereotypes and these stigmas out here. And so that is what I am here to do, honey. That is my purpose. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> oh, me too. I love it. Look, that's a tango. I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Where's she going? Tango. Said, oh, yeah, we were like, talking about tango. <laughs> I had to give me some new dance partners, but yeah, well, I was tangoing with them for just a little wow. while. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's you, you must have been on a journey to get to where you are today to be able to, you know, help other women through, you know, their struggles as well. Because you saying tango and, and just the words that you're using, usually they don't go, you, when people talk about depression, you don't hear 
those two words in the same sentence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, seriously, you have to, you know, I was have to get a little creative with it and you have to uh, find some way up out of the darkness. I love the dance. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just say now, you know, I was, I had some really bad dance partners and, you know, now I got me some new ones, you know, generational wealth is what I call it. I want people to have like, start dancing with some new dance partners with generational wealth. That is love, peace, joy, an abundance of faith and understanding, honey. That's who you want to be dancing with. <laughs> wow, yes, exactly. Love it, love it. And I also love how you said and brought, I say shed light on uh, yeah. Christian women and yeah. depression. So and important. Melanin women and depression. So yes. can you delve further into that um, as far as how you help uh, those two groups and or of course the group that can, you know, they co coexist with how to say that? The two groups, they can be separate or they can be the same. Sure. <laughs> so how do you, sure. how do you, how do you help um, the groups get through, you know, what is it they're getting through, going through? Well, it's, it kind of starts with my story. Um, I, um, I went to a conference about seven years ago. Uh, it's called a stuck. And um, what was so funny about that was that I wasn't going because I was stuck in anything. I was going to, in my head, support this beautiful spirit that had become into the ministry, you know, and uh, she was a young lady when I had known her, you know, previously I was in Baltimore, Maryland, I'm from Baltimore, and uh, I had moved to Texas with my dad, my dad had two strokes, so I moved down, but um, so I'm, I'm going not because I'm stuck in anything, mm -hmm. just because I need to support this baby. And I get over there and they said, you know, what are some things that you're stuck in? And I said, hmm. so I thought my weight, you know, was one of the biggest things at that point. I was like 270 pounds. And so the weight was one of them. And they said, well, you know, well, when did this start? Right. And so I didn't, I didn't really know. I'm like, well, how long have I been? You know, you kind of ask me, so like, well, I don't know how long I've been big. How long have I been fat? You know. And so they said, don't worry about it. If you can't remember the answer, think of the answer. They said, you know, it'll come to you. And so I said, okay. And so I just kind of went home. And after I got home, I got to thinking about it and realized I started seeing visions of me. And this might be a trigger warning here, ladies. But yeah. I started seeing visions of me fighting. I saw, started seeing my hands swinging and everything. And I thought, man, what is this? And I, I realized, you know, I had suppressed very much so never acknowledged that I was raped right wow. in my 20s very early 20s I saw myself fighting and at that point in my life I was only 124 pounds mm -hmm. and so you talking I had doubled my weight and very subconsciously I had you know kind of made a deal with myself I think that nobody's ever going to be able to just toss me around and pick me up like the way that he did and so that started the journey of me knowing and I thought you know that that was just the only thing until you know some other things happened and I got very sick and I I had started teaching about depression and anxiety and I thought it was just the, the role that it played in your weight loss journey that's kind of how I started out my girlfriend uh is a physical trainer and she has a wonderful group called want to go fit and so I was on her site, I'm losing weight, I'm teaching on her site, and I'm doing all these things every Wednesday night. 
And um, and then I found myself sick and um, almost passed away. And I was like, Lord, I know I, I, I'm not supposed to pass away in this. I, I know I feel like I had more. I had saw stages. I saw all these things. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, get me through this. You know, I promise I'm, I'm going to just get myself together all the way. I'm going to walk in my purpose. I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I did. I got I got better. And then I got very intentional. I started fasting. I started praying, just praying more and listening. You know, just seeking God's face and being obedient. And I said, Lord, whatever you lead me to, I'm going to do it. And he led me to a group. One of my really good friends, Mr. Vancito Elvis Jr., introduced me to Louise Hayes Mirror Work. Y'all, if you don't know about mirror work, it is the best little $12.99 you ever want to spend on Amazon. You want to go get it. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> mirror work. And so I started with that. And then I I, I started, I, I was introduced to breath work. And that was another good friend, Miss uh, Lisa Meta, taught me. I was like, breathing? Breathing is going to help me? What do you mm-hmm. mean? What, what, what do people breathe? What happened? Mm-hmm. But it is, it is, you know, breathing, taking those, those cleansing breaths was helping with the panic attacks. It helps to clear and bring in new oxygen. It clears out all of the waste in there, all mm-hmm. of the carbon dioxide, right? It mm-hmm. helps you to calm down. This is all mm-hmm. scientifically, you know, proven stuff. You can Google it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> right. And so I started being very intentional. And so then I got to a point where I was feeling a little bit better. I had done a 42 day fast. I did that for my 44th birthday. That was my gift to myself that I would do this sacrifice so that I could just show the Lord how grateful I was, mm-hmm. you know? And when I came off that fast ball, I was just riding on this high. So I was like, Lord, wherever you lead me. And I did Success Fest, which is an international stage. And I did that. And then I started seeing programs. I mm-hmm. thought I was just supposed to speak. I thought I was just supposed to go out and educate as a nurse. I love to educate. Mm-hmm. But after I did Success Fest, I just got so inspired. The group of those people, they are amazing. You know, when you are surrounding yourself with people on a higher energy level you want to have that high energy too mm-hmm. and that higher frequency and yeah. people that are just doing great things in the world you're like oh okay the lord was going to do some what great things can i do in this world mm-hmm. you know what else can i do and i started seeing programs and i thought you know i want to teach people about these programs that have helped me you know and so instead of it like i got each piece at different times, right? Over, you know, four years, I've done these different healing modalities. And so I wanted to create a program where it's just an all-in-one, it's more of a holistic view. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've created. That's kind of a long way around the bend, but that's how, you know, it's called reflections, choosing me guilt-free. Cause don't we feel guilty choosing ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And so let's help with bees of the world. So yeah, that's how, that's how it started. That is how wow. I started. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you said that the program is called Reflections and it encompasses pretty much everything that you have gone through um, so far in your journey. So can you kind of walk us through, so say if someone you know, wants to come and actually go through your program, can you kind of walk us through what that would look like? Yes. And so I will say, um, initially when I started the program last year, 
uh, two people that helped me tremendously is Nancy Doelis Jr., my friend, and then my other good friend, Maisha. Um, and I started out with them uh, doing this, and we did a program last fall. And then I did a stuck conference the, the, the time before that. And then I came back and me and Vincito did another one. And, and then I changed the name to Reflections Choosing Me Guilt-Free. Because okay. we added that little extra swing on it because I felt like, especially as women, we feel guilty. I call us the helper bees of the world. Mm. All of us are <laughs> out there doing for others, right? Yeah. And we feel so guilty when it's time to do for ourselves. And so... But the, the, the program, I, and if anybody wants a sample, I actually just finished one on Sunday. What's today? Tuesday? I just finished one on Sunday. I did a little pinch of it, what I call Reflections Choosing Me, the seven-day experience. That is a free program where um, the first night is kind of an introduction, mm-hmm. and we, we went through and just kind of, you know, introduced to you. And so people could get to know me. The first, the first night, Monday night, the first full night is who are you, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you in this world? Because I found that I had kind of lost myself in the relationships that I had been in, you know, being a mother, being a nurse. I've been a nurse for 22 years, but I understand that that is not my purpose. So who are you and how are you supposed to show up in this world? Mm-hmm. What has kept you from getting to divine purpose? What is distracting you? You know, who are you? Who do you want to be in this world? Do you know? Do you know the things that you like? What don't you like? Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's taken, it's a really good look on the inside of you to really dig those answers out because a lot of people don't know. And I didn't know that until I realized that I didn't know, right? Right. And I right. said, I am you and you are me. So if I'm going through it, I know that somebody else out there is going through it too. I'm never by myself. And so that's the first night. Who are you? The second night I did, I cover ACEs. That is adverse childhood experience. It is unprocessed trauma. It is all of these things. I did not realize how much self-conscious strongholds I had in my life. Wow. And so again, the rape I didn't realize. Then I went a little bit back further as I started getting very intentional, right? And I realized that there were some things that happened in my childhood that were very traumatic for me. But we don't deal with those things, do we? Mm-hmm. Especially us women, especially us in the African American community. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a 77s baby, right? Mm-hmm. And so Back in those days, you didn't talk about what happened in the house. You know, what goes on in my house, you better not say anything about what's going on in my house. Mm -hmm. And so we end up just dismissing things and acting like the crazy is normal. Right. It's not. It is not. That is a fact. It is not. And so I had had very, you know, traumatic things. The first time that I had sex, I got pregnant. I was 14 years old, going into the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever really deal with that. I had an abortion at 14. Didn't deal with it. Nope, mm-hmm. had the abortion. I had to get back to making my A's and B's because I was a good Catholic school girl, honey. 
And that is what I was meant here to do was both keep, I need to stay focused mm-hmm. and make these A's and these B's because I'm not one of those fast girls. And that is not right. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, we have to have these titles. We have to have these things. We have to put this facade on. You know, how, right. how long have we been doing that? And so, nope, I, I didn't do that. Went mm-hmm. on on about my business. Went on making my A's and B's and being the good girl. You know, yeah. as if yeah. just having a crush on a boy made me a bad girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it is the guilt, the shame. So that's I tack that on, right? We're mm-hmm. taking on these subconscious things and we're just moving on. So then you fast forward a few more years and I'm 17 and now I'm pregnant again. And I know better. Mm-hmm. So you're taking on, you know, it's all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. All of these little things, mm-hmm. again, when the rape happened, didn't acknowledge it. At that point, I'm 21 years old. I got married very early, 18. I fresh out of high school. My husband came home and said he didn't want to be married anymore. So at that point, I got a two-year-old. I don't have time to deal with, think about what this man just did to me. I have to study. I mm-hmm. have a test on Friday. Mm-hmm. I got to get this girl to school. I got to go to work. I, you know, mm. is that what we do, right? Mm-hmm. We just keep moving. We just keep moving and we normalize the crazy. Yeah. And so as I'm moving, 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 those I'm realizing, and I found out about ACES last year mm-hmm. through a beautiful spirit named Miss Victorious I met on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Dr. Victorious, rather, I met on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And she was talking and I'm listening, and I was going, man, she kept saying, you need to know your ACE score. Mm. This is very important. And she was teaching about it and teaching about how, you know, in the early 90s, it was very important. It had, it had accidentally kind of been found through this research that was being done in California. And it was a group of people that were losing weight and when they would lose the weight, they couldn't figure out why some people were um, going through this counseling session, they would gain this weight back. Mm. And then they did the research and they figured out that most of these people had had some childhood trauma, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of the shortest story of the long. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, they were relating the childhood trauma to why people were gaining the weight back. And... And so they developed the test. They did. They did this. Developed the test, and um, they they started test um, testing people and putting it out there. This is very important. It's going to affect everything. The score. If you have a four or higher on an ACE score, mm-hmm. it detects the. It determines the fact that you're you're most likely three hundred and some percent more likely to be morbid obese. You're like 200 and some more percent to be diabetic. You're 300 or four. I mean, like the numbers are crazy uh, more to be depressed, to be an alcoholic. You know, it's all of these things. And so if you can catch it early or we can avoid it, right? Prevention is always the key. So what do we do? We need to educate because if we don't know these things are out there, if we don't know that divorce is part of trauma for children, Mm -hmm. Wouldn't recognize it, right? Mm-hmm. It's these simple things. 
And so educating about ACEs. So I do an ACEs score. You know, I bring Dr. V on, she talks and, you know, just to bring awareness to it so people can break these generational curses, mm-hmm. right? These generational mm-hmm. things that are on our lives. On day three, which is Wednesday night, I talk about forgiveness. Now, on the forgiveness nights, which I do forgiveness of yourself, and then I do the next day, Thursday, forgiveness of others, because you can't forgive anybody else until you forgive yourself, right? Right. What are you holding yourself hostage to? Yeah. What are you holding yourself hostage to? I didn't know that that abortion was so sitting on me. Mm -hmm. I went to an abortion forgiveness weekend. It was like a Christian healing weekend. Mm -hmm. I will never forget. I sat there and they said, have you asked God to forgive you for the abortion? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you know, you can ask him. He's already forgiven you. And so she said, why don't you just ask him right now? And I said, I felt like all of a sudden something came up and snatched every bit of my voice box. I could not speak. All of this stuff came on me. I was shaken. I didn't know that was in there. Wow. If you would have just asked me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it happened a long time ago. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But now I'm sitting here. I can't even talk it so much. Wow. Right? Yeah. The subconscious strongholds, you know, identifying them, figuring them out, because you can only get so far in life, you'll figure out why are you, why am I procrastinating? Why am I acting like you know, I want to do something, but I can't figure out why I won't finish it. It's all of these subconscious strongholds. It is the unworthiness that I had inside that I never acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I didn't know was there from having the abortion, wow. right? And so I finally was able to <laughs> go through the next day. We had these rocks that we were carrying around and it was this weight, right? Mm-hmm. And they said they had this beautiful cross sitting up there. And they said, whenever you're ready, you can go and put the rock down. That weight, Jesus already paid the price for. Mm -hmm. And as a Christian woman, I know that, right? Mm -hmm. And so at this point, it's like almost the end of the weekend. So they've been doing all this work all weekend long. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And so you ready? We'll go with you. Okay, 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 I'm ready, right? Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, I'm sitting there and I'm shaking. I'm rocking. I'm rocking. I can't move. I'm and then I started crying. Mm-hmm. And when I started crying, it was almost as if the, the water was coming from the tips of my toes and was coming up my body and oozing. I, I mean, I started crying. I mean, and I was crying. I mean, and crying. Right? And I'm sitting there and I'm rocking and I'm crying. And I'm sitting there and I'm rocking and I'm crying. And all of a sudden, it was like everything was gone. I couldn't cry anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was gone. And I went up to the cross and I set my rock down and I said, Lord, thank you. And I'm sorry for carrying this so long and you've already taken it away from me and I'm holding on to it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it was beautiful. People need to experience that. They need to know we are holding ourselves hostage and we don't even know, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So forgiveness of selves on Thursday, <laughs> forgiveness of others is so powerful. And if you go on Clubhouse on the forgiveness, like I turn it off because it is so personable. Yeah. These are not, yeah. these are not replays. I normally do it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And even on those nights, I don't share, you know, those, those are not recorded nights because again, it's personable stuff, right? Stuff right. that you don't know that's there that's coming up. I've had people that have had things that happened to them that they have never talked about. They've never told anybody, mm -hmm. right? A lot of mm -hmm. church, church stuff, a lot of, you know, molestation, all these types of things mm -hmm. that are, that people haven't even brought to the surface and it comes up and so forgiveness of others is very important to me because when they say forgiveness is not for the other person it's, it's for you it really is true yeah. and not in the cliche way but like to the pit of your belly bones what is developing inside of all of those traps emotions is cancer mm. it's diabetes is, you know, if you have neck pain, chronic back pain, you have headaches, right? Mm -hmm. You think that it's just like, why do I have headaches all the time? Why is it? It's trapped emotion. It's trapped emotion. And all of this is researchable, mm -hmm. you know? And so because I'm a nurse, it is very much um, evidence-based information that I give. And, but the teaching and how to to release things and then uh, Friday we talked about Friday we ended up talking about grief I was planning to talk about um, triggers mm -hmm. and how do you know what your triggers are mm -hmm. because people don't even realize uh, my good friend Maisha taught me about this that when you when you were a child or however old you were actually when you've had a traumatic incident that's happened to you you do a split. It's almost like a personality split, mm -hmm. but it's a mm -hmm. safety mechanism, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were a child and you were molested, that was a split. So I was seven, split, mm -hmm. right? You get to the abortion at 14, that's another split. You get to the rape, 21, that's another split. When things come back that remind you of that situation or you're triggered, Mm -hmm. You respond back at that same age that you were. And so you get frozen, you fear, you can't do anything. You don't know why. Even the way that you talk, you go from being an adult and talking as an adult and you go back to this childlike state or however mm -hmm. old you were, people mm -hmm. don't know, right? right? You can be talking to somebody sometimes about something and it, and it triggers them and you'll be like, why are you talking like that? Why are you writing and acting like, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the reason. They've gone. They've gone, they've gone back to that place. Wow. You know? So teaching people to acknowledge their truth, acknowledge is the first step. Once you acknowledge these things, it is a painful thing to go back and acknowledge. And a lot of people don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not a comfortable place to look at, to, to go back and look through, right? Right. But once you do, 
that what I know for sure is as you walk, Psalms 23, through that valley, mm. on the other side of it is joy, peace, love, understanding, because you're freeing yourself. You're freeing yourself from all the crazy, mm -hmm. from those subconscious strongholds. And so Friday night, we ended up talking about grief. Grief is very near and dear to me. I think that is what initially sent me on the spiral was my big mama passed away um, right when I got here back to Texas seven years ago, very unexpectedly, had a massive heart attack. And two months later, my stepfather, uh, the man that raised me in Baltimore, I call him my dad. Mm -hmm. I had two amazing fathers. My father is still living. Um, but he passed away again, very unexpectedly. That sent me into a depression. That sent me into the panic attacks. Mm -hmm. That sent me into just a spiral, you know, of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so I do a depression screen. We do a, an anxiety screen. Because again, if you don't even know, you know, if you don't know, people are suffering in silence. Mm -hmm. And so that that's the biggest thing. On Sunday, it really is a wrap-up night. And it is, you know, who are you? without your trauma story mm -hmm. because I could let any one of those things and especially that situation with my husband coming home the racist baby girl that trauma story served me well for a long time right mm -hmm. we carry these stories around so we can feel you know somebody can feel empathy or sympathy for us and we can be the victim and our victims and none of it we're conquerors you know Mm -hmm. And so to get people to shift their mindset is the, is also the vision, right? It's the mission. You have to shift how you're looking at all these crazy things that have happened. Romans 8 and 28, that thing is what I call it. The good, the bad, and the crazy mm. are all working together for some good, mm -hmm. even if you don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. So that's the program. Wow. And that's, that's the, that's a seven day program. And then I mm -hmm. have a 12 week program and that program is a paid program but what we uncover in the seven day is just to scratch the surface mm -hmm. but to do the deeper work you know of course that takes a little more time so the 12 week program it is an investment in yourself mm -hmm. because if if I did that for free you wouldn't do the work right you know right you wouldn't do work and then to understand and make an investment in you you know mm-hmm you to make an investment in you every program that I did I made an investment in me and so um I think that to get a little deeper to go a little bit and then I provide a support group so it's a group it's a group session the paid one it's a group session mm -hmm. as well as an individual plan I do an individual plan with you when we meet once a week and then we do the group session to let you know you're not alone you know, you're not alone. And so it's a beautiful thing. A lot of people are getting healed. And um, it's amazing. It's been amazing. It's being obedient and walking in this thing the way that our God has given it to me. And that's what I'm doing. Love it. I love it. Wow. That was that was a lot to just in, you know, your conversation that we had so far. And just even going through those seven days to unpack everything that, Wow. It's just, you know, um, I'd say lots of words, but 
let me let me go back to this. And you know, I know you said that you're a nurse, um, and this we can just touch on this really quickly. Um, what what you do in the field, how does that transpire? Can you dig deeper into how that transpires into uh, you know what you're doing in your program? Yes. Um, you know, I got into nursing because, you know, I had this little baby girl to raise. And so I had went to RN school and I mean, I, I had applied to take the prerequisites for RN school. And while I was doing that, um, I was in my first semester and I started working at this home for disabled children. The mother and the father in that home, they had about seven to eight kids, foster kids there. And that's all that they did was take care of these foster children. But the mother was had just finished the LVN program, a licensed vocational nurse. And so I had this one beautiful spirit in uh, my, my, my baby girl birth is what I call her. Mm -hmm. And uh, but, she, but her sisters, uh, the one little girl, she had a trach. And that's when you had that little hole in your throat to breathe through. Mm -hmm. And I would notice that it was all of this just dried up skin there, right? Mm. And so I would just clean it. She wasn't mine, so I only mm -hmm. had the one little girl in the home that was other nurses and stuff coming. At that point, I was just an aide. Mm. And so um, I would just clean it. I'm like, this baby neck is dry. Let me get mm. her some lotion. <laughs> you know, I would clean it and I put the lotion around and do all the stuff. And so the mom was like, you're a natural. Mm. You know, you're a natural. And so I had taken care of this baby and this other baby that I had taken care of. Both of them had cerebral palsy. And this girl that I'm working with, she could stand and walk. Mm -hmm. And this other one couldn't. I was like, well, what's the difference? They both have the same thing. And so it really sparked me it, it, education and teaching and wanting to know more, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I love to explain things. People always say, you know, well, you, nobody said it to me like that before. Oh, I didn't know that was, oh, is that what that is? Mm -hmm. And so I have a love to teach people. Um, and so I try to, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm, I work in a, in a physician's office and, um, you know, I'm calling people to give them their test results and, mm -hmm. you know, or, or tell them about a diagnosis or something. And so I always try to explain, you know, why is the doctor doing this? So, you know, that whole thing. So just the educator in me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's even when I was saying I'm working with my girlfriend, I uh, want to go fit when I first started with the weight loss journey and depression, anxiety. I'm like, people got to know about this stuff. I got to teach them. So I started right. just teaching the people about heart disease, you know, and knowing their numbers and, you know, just the simple things like that. And so, and I've kind of made it this holistic, the program is actually more holistic than anything. It is a mind, body, spirit, and emotional uh, program that we tackle mm -hmm. in that 12-week program so you're going to shed some weight if you want to shed some weight some physical and some spiritual mental heaviness it's going to be lifted off of you love that so we need yeah. to review a diet plan you know and uh and do that as well um we tackle you know whatever goals that you want to tackle but um but it is it's very much a holistic plan mm -hmm. um in my nursing career I've been blessed to work with interdisciplinary teams, meaning, you know, everybody, physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech, you know, feeding programs, obesity programs, the doctors, everybody's working as a team. So I have this holistic view of healing mm -hmm. instead of just this tunnel vision, it's just mental health thing. It really is dealing with all of it. And so 
why why you have the weight on it's it's a reason for that yeah you know yeah it's not just because god is not a just because god so we get down to the thick of it mm -hmm. yeah wow that's amazing that's amazing so wow so from trying to you know take you know one of your babies to a program to realizing why you were at that program that you had some things that you had to deal with to rolling all of that over and doing the work on yourself to in turn be able to help other women that is just amazing and walking in purpose that's amazing um yes I love it um I do want to ask you one more thing before we wrap this up actually two more things um one of the questions is what does legacy mean to you uh Legacy is everything. <laughs> Legacy is everything. I come from a very big family um, on my dad's side. And um, when I think of legacy, I always think of my grandfather. My grandfather, my big mama, they had 13 uh, children. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was like 17 altogether when you added in the ones that came before and all of that stuff. But Okay. Um, but nevertheless, my grandfather having 13 children, I thought, man, that would be very stressful. But when you hear the story of this man, because he passed away when I was a baby, and um, but when you hear his story, everyone talks about how he was such a man of the community, mm -hmm. how everyone could come to his house. I'm thinking if I got 13 miles to feed, there's no way I'm inviting any other children. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm thinking like this, no way. Um, but my, my grandfather left this legacy of family, of community, mm. of giving back and taking care of. And he taught his children to be entrepreneurs and, um, you know, into how to take care of others and to be just great human beings, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when I get the sense of legacy and um, I remember when I was, uh, in Baltimore, and I became a, a nurse manager, and I remember just honing in on him and my big mama. There's this that spirit of um, of of what it means to have that name and holding up your family's name, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I, I take that legacy means everything to me. <laughs> legacy means everything to me. I want to, you know, make make my family proud, make my father mm -hmm. proud, you know, make my mom proud um, and leave something. I have a beautiful grandson, mm -hmm. you know, his name is King. I mean, that's, that, that ain't legacy. <laughs> right. Don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> and so, yeah, I want to leave something, you know, that generational wealth is more than money. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Breaking those generational strongholds and leaving that legacy of peace, joy, love, happiness you know, faith is what I want to, it's, it's everything. Yeah, it's everything to me. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Love it. So can you tell us where um, our listeners are in our community can find out more about your program um, and connect with you in case they actually want to, of course, go through the journey to discover themselves and get over, you know, the trauma so that they can move forward and break the cycle. Yes, so um, I am on Clubhouse. It is under the program name is Reflections. Choosing me, give free, honey. And isn't it time for you to choose you? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. If you want to listen to a sample of the program, it is on Clubhouse. Again, 
I have all of I have all the replays on except for the forgiveness nights, Wednesday and Thursday. But you can listen to the replays on Clubhouse and get a taste and actually see if you want to join uh, the twelve week. The twelve week actually is coming up on um, in two weeks, actually uh, November the thirteenth, Sunday, November the thirteenth. We'll start. So for more information, you can hit me up on Clubhouse or uh, I was saying <laughs> uh, the Facebook. Uh, I'm. I'm, I'm I won't call it the devil, but whatever it is. <laughs> the glitch. <laughs> the Facebook glitch. I don't know what happened, but I woke up Sunday and my, all my Facebook and my Instagram was down. So I did mm. create a new page. Okay. I'm generally under Michelle D.I., uh, but I don't know if that'll be up or not. We'll see. But right now I created a page, Michelle Allen Franklin, A-L-L-E-N-Franklin as uh, my new Facebook page. And then I have a business page divine intervention honey d-e-v-i-n not because i can't spell divine just because d-i was taken (laughs) so divine intervention is the name of my business because there are no coincidences in this world only god's divine intervention in our lives and i feel like if you're watching this podcast here then uh someone said that was probably for you maybe for somebody else but most likely for you i'm just saying Right. Amen to that. Amen. Awesome. I love it. I want to thank you so, so much for gracing us with your presence here on the Lady She Builder podcast. And also, please make sure you check out Michelle and her program. Um, she uh, Like she stated, she's on Clubhouse, Facebook, and hopefully back on Instagram. Um, so you can make sure that you check out that program if that is something that you uh, want to go ahead and take the steps to move forward and start breaking the cycle and building the, the legacy in your life. So again, Michelle, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence here. And I appreciate you. you for taking the time. Again, I appreciate you so much. If you all don't know the background and the backstory of what we went through to get this message out to you, like she said, the, the devil has <laughs> but we made it work and we appreciate again, we just hopefully that your message and your story will be able to touch someone else and and so that way they can have the courage to um reach out to you again so again appreciate you all right thank you so much for listening please make sure that you follow legacy builder podcast we're available on um pretty much all platforms a uh, facebook instagram youtube pinterest um and also you can check out the website legacy.co that's l-e-g-a-s-h-e dot co for more information on the podcast and also some resources to help you get started in building your building your legacy thank you so much bye-bye if you enjoyed this episode please make sure you like comment and subscribe from whichever platform you are streaming this from and please also check out the website at www.legacy.co that is www.legacy.co